Hello and welcome to K-Botter, a short podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas with me, John. This episode we're going to be talking about Shobok. Uh, this is uh, my favourite film of 2021 uh, so far and I thought it would be a good choice for a second episode. Uh, in the first episode we talked about Squid Game. A lot of people have seen that. I feel like this has had uh, a bit less international uh, visibility, but it is uh, really terrific. So um, I watched this because it uh, just looked like an interesting sci-fi uh, film. It stars Gong Yu um, from uh, Train to Busan for uh, international audiences and uh, Guardian Great and Lonely God and, and lots of other things. Um, it is a 2021 movie. Um, it's actually more than uh, a sci-fi uh, or, or an action thriller, um, really quite a, a melancholic drama. Um, it's quite a meditative, uh, quite a visual film. Um, it's not uh, getting into the, the realms of um, you know, Wong Kar Wai or, or anything like that, but it's, uh, it, it's quite slow moving um, uh, in, in its pace, uh, to its credit, I think. Um, and uh, it is about uh, a character called Gion, played by Gong Yu, who is um, basically kind of an ex-agent with uh, with a, a, a gritty, uh, sorrow-filled um, past um, and a terminal illness, who is given the job of um, basically being a bodyguard um, for Shobok, um, who it um, kind of transpires. Is a, is a human clone. Um, he has been created in a lab in the image, uh, uh, in quite a bad decision, I think, but in the image of uh, one of the scientist's uh, sons um, that had passed away. Um, and uh, he needs to... Basically, these, these scientists are moving him from place to place, doing tests on him. Um, there are all kinds of uh, different factions, organisations, governments who want to get hold of him because they, they want to weaponize him, basically. Um, Gong Yu uh, is quite unusually for movies like this. Uh, I think um, most of the time sort of the bodyguard figure would find out halfway through the film, but I think they brief Gong Yu pretty early um, on, uh, uh, on what he's actually getting himself into. Um, and so he goes off with this kid slash clone. Um, it all uh, obviously goes uh, pear-shaped fairly quickly. There are some American mercenaries who uh, overturn the, the car that they're in and, uh, and attack them and, and kidnap them. And so they end up on foot having to navigate across um, parts of the, of the country um, and also at the same time kind of decide where it is they're, they're going and this is where I think the movie really hits its stride um, once uh, you get out of the sort of the facilities um, and the back and forth over who owns Shobok and um, you know who he is and, and all the rest of it um, there's quite a lot of space in the middle of the movie um, for conversations between Gihon and, and Shobok about um, you know the, the meaning of mortality um, you've got obviously one character who is scared to die uh, who is going to die in a couple of months um, this is quite a maudlin film um, and who also at the same time ha is carrying a lot of guilt with him 
Um, and another character who believes that he will, you know, he will just go on forever and ever. Um, and there's reasons that you know become clear later on. Uh, that might not exactly be, you know, a whole lot of fun, um, whichever way you uh, you cut it for this character of Shobok. Um, I think some of my my favourite moments uh, included, you know, when they were uh, walking through the markets, uh, getting some, you know, more sort of trendy clothes, or maybe not trendy, but um, uh, innocuous clothes um, for Shobok. He uh, becomes obsessed with uh, instant ramyun because he's previously only been given, you know, protein pills and things like that. Um, and the, probably the best moment of the film uh, that you might have seen in trailers and stuff like that is when they're sat on the beach um, and uh, they're kind of talking about, you know, where should they go? What is the, the meaning of life for uh, for Sherlock and um, uh, and how can he do something meaningful with with his life? Um, that he thinks will go on forever and ever. Uh, there's a, an urgency behind it that uh, if Shobok isn't getting uh, certain injections all the time, um, he starts having you know, nosebleeds and um, and getting very ill, and, and that can eventually um, kill him. Um, so he needs to be kind of uh, maintained um, and uh, kept kept healthy by um, by these scientists. Um, and eventually they, they have to make a, a decision because of that um, but there's space in, in the middle for uh, you know a lot of um, a lot of melodrama and, and a lot of uh, quite meditative melancholy moments um, it uh, had uh, it, you know a lot of success at the box office it didn't get a, a huge uh, critical reception partly because it, it leaves uh, quite a few of the questions it deals with hanging um, it's not a film that sets out to provide, um, you know, definitive uh, kind of answers to you know why are we here and things like that. But it uh, it does touch on a lot of things and um, it does glance at some quite um, uh, some quite deep questions. It reminded me of you know when you read a, a brilliant sci-fi short story um, that's sort of maybe thirty to sixty pages. Uh, you get through it and you know maybe it it isn't the definitive story of artificial intelligence or you know first contact or uh, coexisting with alien life or anything like that but it gets at something it makes you think um, this is kind of like that sci-fi short story turned into a resplendently filmed um, gorgeous uh, drama set in uh, you know especially in the middle of the film um, some very picturesque parts of uh, South Korea um, particularly that that beach and some of the pastoral moments, um, and that ends with uh, some fairly terrific action sequences uh, as well. It does uh, come out swinging towards the end of the film. Um, in terms of characters and actors, it really is carried by um, Gong Yu as Kion, uh, Park Bo Gum as uh, Shobok, um, and uh, then you've got various agents and. Uh, Doctors, but those those are the two big um, cell points. I feel um, visually, like I've like I've mentioned, uh, it it looks extremely good. It's well shot. Um, it's uh, a really beautiful film. I think it's part of the reason I enjoyed it so much. Um, there's a lot of uh, like I've seen in quite a few recent um, Korean drama movies. You know, a, a lot of 
blues and greys and uh, dusks and things like that, which are um, quite quite nice as a as a sort of muted um, melancholy palette. Um, thematically, like I, I said, it's um, dealing with a, a variety of uh, a variety of different things, um, but really it is the the central question around mortality. Um, so should you watch it? I, I think this this would be a really strong recommendation uh, f for me. Uh, I I pretty much loved everything about it, and, and I liked um, what it built towards um, at the ending. Um, but I mean, I like stuff about artificial intelligence. I like my sci-fi uh, short stories and, and films and stuff like that. And uh, you don't always get a lot of films uh, I feel anymore that are in this kind of pocket um, that are like quite small scale sci-fi but deal with big questions um, so it was definitely something that I had uh, been missing without realising it uh, if that sounds appealing to you and you don't go in expecting it to be um, you know a, a big uh, kind of sci-fi action film with lots of powers and uh, you know loads of clones and stuff like that you know it's not iRobot or, or anything like that um, and as long as you don't expect it to be a, a, a really uh, a kind of um, major thesis on uh, immortality then uh, give it a go and, and take it on its own terms I, I think it's a brilliant film um, anyway thank you this has been uh, the KBOTAC podcast thanks for listening um, I've been John and see you next time cheers <laughs>